0: Previously on... Nerd Punches Nerd. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And then at the end, like, after the credits are done, you see, like, a whole crowd of people in the alley, Oh, Leave us alone, Mel Brooks!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Hello and welcome to Nerd Punches Nerd, the only podcast where a bunch of nerds pretend to physically fight over minor pop culture minutia. Now today, we have a very special episode. And I'm Jeremy, here with uh, Mr. Benji. How Hello. you doing,
1: How you doing? I'm good. Unfortunately, we will, this episode will not be featuring the fan favorite, Sam's Complaint Corner. But, you know, we... Some, we can't always give you what you want, people. Sometimes we have to stay true to the art and uh, not always give you what you want, but do what challenges you and, uh, you know, not take the easy pot shots, like such as what's in uh, Sam's Complaint Corner. So
0: just Perfect. letting, letting you all know at home. The reason Sam won't be joining us today is because he is not... Got into a complaining here. vortex. He he's
1: got not- into a... Compl- well, <laughs> he complained so much, he got wrapped up in a world of complaints and just... He's... Complaining about the complaints. Yeah, that's true. Trapped in the vortex.
0: And Sorry, go ahead, Jeremy. He's just not familiar with the particular thing that we're going to be talking about. And that thing is television program and possibly the best comedy on TV right now, You're the Worst, which mm-hmm. uh, has currently had two seasons and has indeed been, you know, renewed for a third of so, Rightly so. Yeah, and it's not like there aren't you know decent shows on TV now. There's actually some pretty decent comedies on
1: now. But... Actually, we're forgetting about about another big one that's also one of the kings of comedy right now. The show, which is Rick and Morty. So we should actually acknowledge that. I think. Uh, I, yeah, think we, I think I think we can compare that. that. I've sort of put that in a different category because it's animated. But yeah, that's very good. In ter- in terms of comedic gold, they're 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 comparable just in terms of the quality of comedy. Going on right now. Like if I look
0: at some of the best stuff that's on now, I look at like you know Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt had a really great season and that will be coming back. Mm -hmm. So you know that's one thing, and I think Brooklyn Nine Nine as that kind of sort of silly office comedy with occasional moments of dramatic stuff, you know, the vein of Parks and Recreation and The Office is also up there.
1: Uh, is but, Parks and Rec still on right now? Is Parks and Rec still going? Uh, no, that that uh, finished. Yeah, because that that is, I I've been watching more of it recently. That is an excellent show. But anyway. Right, because uh, so, you want
0: to put it to animated. I mean, South Park is also, right, you know, it's still very good. So I guess we
1: should say newer newer shows because I think also Louis. I I didn't watch. I haven't watched the past season or so of Louis, but I still think that's that's not. It's it's new ish, but it's not still in the new category, I don't think. Well that's true, but
0: I also don't really see Louie, and we're getting a little off topic here, but I don't really yeah. see that as a pure comedy. It's a
1: very right. experimental in a lot of ways. Now well, he he's also he's also I think pushed it more out of like I think the first two seasons were still more on the comedy side.
0: That's true. Saying, yeah. But okay. talking about okay. you're the worst, it's a comedy drama series, you know, but it is very funny, but it's done in such a way that it builds up the characters to be in dramatic situations as well. But you know that's just part of it. I don't see you know obviously you know there's a lot of times where you're like okay a lot of, a, a comedy unless it's just absurdist usually has elements of drama because that's just how they get to it. You know even if you know look right. at Friends that had it. I mean Seinfeld is like the only real thing I can think of that didn't that was a good Comedy, because there's a lot of crappy ones that didn't have like any dramatic plot lines at all. Right. Right. And they and they never took anything seriously, even when like people died and when like people took <laughs> up. And you know, it's just it would they never I mean, they never I mean took it seriously. Friends even, did even, actually have like you know, oh
1: well, moments. Well, that's different. Friends was very much that. I mean, Friends was Friends was a sitcom. I mean, yeah, it was a sitcom. Like in you know, so it wasn't it wasn't, you know, so sitcoms part of a trope of sitcom is definitely having emotional and dramatic moments. I mean,
0: yeah, right. But if we look at like this, the whole concept of comedy drama, you know, that is a you know, you could call this a kind of a sitcom in a sense. You know, it's not the multi-camera sitcom of the classic type. It's the, the single camera, of which you have a lot yeah. more of these days. But, you know, there's there's differences. You know, you look at that master of none show that was on netflix you know even like i mentioned unbreakable kimmy schmidt as ridiculous as that is it has a pretty have you seen it no i haven't all right well whatever i won't get into the the specifics but it does you know it's about a girl who was rescued from being like kidnapped in a cult underground for Mm -hmm. 20 years and her trying to like you know get back with society so it's not as much as it's a silly you know, funny show. It's also like, you know, there's something else going on. So I think it's interesting because You're the Worst is kind of like, to me, it's gotten to this really great point of this pattern of things. And now I see a lot of other things are copying that kind of thing. I don't think You're the Worst started it. In fact, if you want to talk about the origins of You're the Worst, it's created by this guy named Stephen Falk.
1: Well, hold on. You should say what that pattern is. I think you should mention.
0: This is where I'm getting to it. So okay. he started off on uh, *Weeds*, and oh, then, really? and then on *Genji Cohen*, who was the creator of that follow-up *Orange okay. Is the New Black*, and those are both this kind of comedy drama type show. The idea, yeah. you know, each one, you know, neither one was, you know, if you look at like where the drama is, I would say it's more. Both of those were more dramatic than comedic, but they were intentionally creating like exaggerated
1: personalities well, well part of the thing that genji cohen does is it's kind of like there's like the comedic film over everything so to speak it's like it's like that's like the layer that's like the, the garb it's in but so clearly dramatic stuff is is happening underneath the surface you know what i mean and that's, that's yes. kind of what, what what both shows are like because it's very dramatic and desperate situations and it's very clear that 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 is what's going on it's just that the um Sort of the aesthetic, I don't, I, I, I'm almost going to say that, that superficially it's comedic. I, I, don't, I don't mean superficially in the sense of it being fake or not good. I meant literally in the sense of being on top. As I said, it's got the veneer. It's got the film of, um, of comedy because it's got jokes in it all the time. It's got ridiculous characters, you're saying, over-the-top characters. And it's also got just light music. I noticed that with Weeds. Before even Orange is the New Black came on, I realized that's what they do in Weeds and also in, are just, is the new black, is they have the light music, like, even when fucked up shit is going on. Right. So, so yeah. I mean,
0: you know... You, and, it, and you're the worst, sort of, too. Yeah, the thing is, like, right now, I look at all these different new shows, you know, even, you know, essentially classic sitcom types of things, you know, like the Goldbergs or, you know, Blackish. you know, they'll... Which are, you know, mostly really silly, but they'll have, like, you know, they often have, like, a you know emotional things so i think it's nothing new from the city. modern family
1: Sorry. too i think is, is is like that i feel yeah. like i feel it's like gotten i feel like the... more and more like melodramatic but yeah okay know. but what i'm saying is like things like things like blackish or or modern family and i haven't seen the goldbergs but uh but but it's um i feel like that's that actually is closer to the the next logical step from sitcoms even though there still are some things those are pretty much dead i feel, I feel like i feel like you know um, How I Met Your Mother is probably the end of any good quality sitcom, it, it, it seems like. Um, I mean, some people like Big Bang Theory, but I don't. Yes. I know you don't. But, uh, but but what I'm saying is the next logical progression is, you know, just take away the laugh track, but they have, they still have the multi, you know, like the way they do Modern Family. I feel like that's the next kind of logical progression.
0: Or even like uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine that I mentioned, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think that's true. But I think. But that's I
0: You know, it's interesting in that you don't have that same kind of popularity with the audience that come. That That was like, that was how you did comedies back in the day for a long time. obviously there's still a couple, but they're not as popular as they used to be. Yeah. So it's interesting how things change. Now, I think it's interesting that people are looking for a little bit more complexity, Mm -hmm. even in their comedies. Of course, sometimes that leads to problems with the dramas where they get too dramatic but, you yeah. know, and that's also as soon as a problem that happens with these comedy dramas too. Yeah, we can get into I whether mean, or not we think you're the worst pulls that off or not in, in a bit. Well,
1: but well, this, yeah. Well, I mean, I think this this transitions. Were you going to say something else? Because I think this transitions nicely to talking about you're the worst. I was going to make a comment about it. Yeah, go ahead. Um, which is which is I think people are looking for um something more like raw and like real from comedy. I mean. In a certain sense, I don't want to say this trajectory – this is always the case with the trajectory of art or cinema or anything like that. But in some sense, TV and film has become more and more honest. At least there are fewer and fewer boundaries about what people censor. I mean that's just sort of the way that it's gone. So I think people have been demanding that more and more. It's just the way society and and media – uh, have have developed. I mean, even though there's been certain spikes at different times in whether people like more horror or disturbing things or or whatever's you know going on uh, in the culture, I think in general with like film and TV, at least at least the stuff that's available to the to the ma- to the wider wider public in general, people want something that's more like you could say honest or raw or at least more open to like people's like issues and idiosyncratic issues. So I mean, the thing that you're the worst does really well and and I, I imagine most people who are hearing this have not seen it because i don't think a lot of people know about it uh, about the show but mm-hmm. like it is so good at not just painting this broad stroke of first of all not uh, uh, it's good at not painting a broad stroke about relationships and and romance and it, and it gets into a lot of the fi- it's very good getting to the fine details not only that it doesn't paint it doesn't paint the people the people in the relationship as being like i guess you could say great people like and and it shows them as 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 having very very like um uh known flaws that people have you, you know what i mean i mean they heighten it still they do dr- dr- dramatize the flaws that each of the the protagonists have but they they like i don't know like they still like the flaws you see these people have are things you can really see people have. And then the way they get into trouble really looks, looks like the way that people get into trouble and, and the, the weirdness that, that each character has seems like a weirdness you would really see in, in people. And I think once again, comedy is one of those things that can really push, um, I guess the, the the rawness of especially human dynamics and personalities. So um, mm. I don't know. Do you agree with that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, it would be useful a little bit to explain a little bit about what the show is. Right. We're not, we're not going to get into like spoilers here. We're going to warn before we start doing that. Right. But so the show is basically around four people two like main characters and two supporting characters. And, you know, this whole, you're the worst thing. is kind of an interesting angle because it kind of turns out that nothing is that simple. So you kind of meet, these characters at a wedding now there's this guy who's this british writer jimmy who is the ex-girlfriend of becca who's getting married and he seems to be kind of a jerk and he's thrown out of the wedding where you know he runs into this other girl gretchen who is a friend of becca's sister becca's sister's name is lindsey who's uh you know, has her own issues. So the other guy that I wanted to mention you know, is Jimmy's essentially tenant slash roommate, Edgar, who is a, you know, a war, you know, Iraqi war veteran who, you know, is also has like PTSD and, you know, doesn't really have a job. So for, he used to sell Jimmy drugs and that's why he's basically letting him stay there. That's kind of like yeah, the setup. And he
1: and he also and he also like cooks Jimmy like breakfast and other stuff. He's like a cook because Jimmy doesn't like to cook.
0: Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to get into like too many specifics, but yes. So okay, that's not really a spoiler. The the thing so the show kind of starts talking about like how these two basically hook up right when they meet. So this is the first episode. And as the show is going, you're kind of like seeing. These two really cynical people, you know, in a weird relationship where they're like, they're not, you know, they're like, well, is this a relationship or isn't it? And at the same time, you're kind of, you know, dealing with these other people who also have their own issues, you know, like Lindsay, the friend I mentioned, you know, who is potentially not so happy in her marriage, you know. Like that, and then there are as more characters come on, you you see a little bit more here and there, and sometimes mm-hmm. you see more from some characters, and less. of course from
1: Ed, Edgar, you know, with the PTSD and and other issues. Yeah, so he has
0: a kind of a serious problem, but you know, it's not addressed as much. But you know, I think I think in general it's actually done pretty well mm-hmm. from him. You know, they even have like I think there was an episode where. They were just dealing with, like, how difficult it is for veterans to get, like, compensation and stuff and, like, just get, you know, money to pay for things. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. medication.
1: Right. And without being too preachy, still. Like, it's, like, that's the other thing about about the show. I mean, this is very much, it's very, very character-driven. So it doesn't seem to make, you know, large, preachy statements, which works for it. Um,
0: Yeah. Right. So... One of the things that's another, you know, subplot that's happening is Gretchen is basically a PR person for this rapper and his group, this guy named Sam. And this is one of those things where I'm not
1: really sure how well it really works. Yeah. I don't know what you think of that. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like we we still haven't spent a lot of time talking about why the show works and why it's so strong um should we hold off and talk about that because I think it's a weaker point or should we just go ahead I guess I guess we can go ahead with it yeah this is probably the weakest part it's not it's not bad um and it you know it, you know it's it, it, it's not a bad part of it I I kind of see what they're doing and I guess it gives some break and some room to the rest of the of the story to get the rest of the plot but basically I feel like it's the weaker part because I feel like the the rapper character and in, and in, in, in his group I feel like they're more more caricaturish than the rest of the the rest of the characters in the, in the show. So, um, um, but I, but I think but I think there's something there just about like Gretchen being a PR person since she's so cynical and has so many issues like she's putting on a fake front, but it's not but it's it's not like how it sounds like typically like you know someone's got all, all these issues underneath but they're perfect um on the on the outside it's more like it's it, it's weird it's like something she she does for someone else and she's like good at it but she's also good at painting like a it's it's pretty it's kind of complex she's like good at painting a a like badass but but not badass picture of of, of the people she represents and she's like she and she's kind of she's, I don't want to say Machiavellian, but she's not Machiavellian, but she's kind of scheming uh, with it. And, and, uh, she's kind of, she's kind of shitty about it, but at the same time she's kind of good about it and is kind of caring. So it's kind of like shows like, I guess in some sense, the complexity of her, of her character. Um, right. So, yeah. I mean, um, you know, sometimes I feel like some of
0: the specific jokes that are made, you know, about juxtaposing, you know, Rappers with the kind of like, you know, white or hipster stuff that they find interesting yeah. is a bit tired.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's so much like so. Like, I mean, you know, they don't. Uh, not that they necessarily need need to or whatever. They, I don't think they like have particularly very complex like black characters or anything like that on on the show. Um, like like it, it's like once again i don't think a, a show automatically needs to um in itself you can you have whatever characters you have but in, but considering the fact like these like these characters are a little caricatureish um and a, a, a little pandering to like stereotypes a, a bit so i'd say that's the weakest part right i don't think they're like really intending it cuz i feel like they're they're trying to like write the characters as um i feel like they're trying to write the characters you know as sort of ridiculous characters Characters and as fitting into this 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 mold, but it's just like when I see that, that's probably the 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 weakest part. Um, but I think they're capable of of writing any interesting character. It's just that it just so happens to be cut upon those the lines. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, do you have any yeah. other things you find are negative things about the show? Um.
1: Hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Anything? No, I mean, <laughs> really, I think that's it. I mean, we're like, I, I, I really think that's like the, the only, the only part where I'm like, oh, this, this aspect of, of, of the plot. Right. So and, we could talk. And th- it's also not always bad, you know.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, we can yeah. then talk about, you know, what is strong like what's strong for, you know, first of all is all of the acting, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. the, particularly from the leads, they're all, you know, whether or not they need to do things dramatically or comedically, they're they're great,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and they're all good, you know, even, you know, at playing, even like they start like doing caricatures, but then, it, you know, it gets like mm-hmm. complex relatively quickly. Yeah. And I feel like it, you know, it definitely, it's something that, you know, it, you, you Part of it is the writing is, is you know funny, mm-hmm. but you know if you didn't have people being able to pull it off, you know in you know because these guys are cynical but damaged, you know so yeah
1: they're not yeah. they're well,
0: not sociopaths they're not monsters.
1: Well, that's part of the thing. It starts out seeming like oh here's just another story of like someone who's gruff and has given up on life and you know maybe find, finding love or maybe rejecting it. But it gets so much more complex than that. And here's the thing about the show, also why it works, is because both – well, first of all, what's good about it is that I think the typical trope is that the the man is the one who has the gruff, like, withdrawn, cynical personality, and it's, like, the woman who, like, brings it out of, uh, of him. Um, and, like, maybe you see some faults with her, or maybe occasionally they have a complete reversal of that in this show – they both have their issues, and also they seem like realistic issues people would have. They're not just like sort of forcing on issues. It makes sense with 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 both Gretchen and um and uh am uh, I forgetting his name.
0: <laughs> Jimmy.
1: Jimmy. Right. Jimmy
0: Shive. Over- no, his name the is Jimmy protect- Shive Overly. Jimmy Shive Overly. Yeah, a great name. British. <laughs> it, well, it's a very British name, which is why it's such a great name. <laughs> we'll talk about his. We'll talk about his dad at some point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you now, uh, that getting to specifics, I think also the show, you know, sometimes it deals with like real things very effectively. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. recall seeing a show handle depression as well. Yeah. In a very long time, you know, or even if ever.
1: And, and the thing about it, it's great because the, the jokes – I mean, as you said, like, it's like – think about if maybe a way if people listening to this can, can, can uh, form, like, some sort of comparison um, in their head, a point of comparison is if you know how, like, Parks and Recreation or Rick and Morty are just packed constantly with these jokes, just joke, mm-hmm. joke, joke. I mean, South Park is really funny, but in a different way. South Park doesn't necessarily make joke, joke, joke. It's more like the setup and the – yeah. And story and funny things happening like uh, you know Rick and Morty Part record is just nonstop, just just jokes and, and very funny, very effective. Um, You're the Worst has the same thing, just constantly you know, it's the funny, funny, funny jokes. So you have that over everything, but the thing is, is when they switch to the dramatics mm-hmm. stuff, like it's very, very believable. Um, like it's it's and it's very. I mean, this is the once again not getting into spoilers right now, but this is. One of the only shows that I ever watched that's like pretty much brought me to tears or almost brought me to tears. That's right. Uh-huh. Like it was very and, and and it's done it's done really really well. Like it's just it's it's so good how they switch it. And um, I think part of the reason also is effective is because you know you have all these jokes and it's the, the serious parts and they do it seamlessly is because kind of that's how these char- characters mm. are like. And that's how a lot of people are like. Like they really that that the characters have. Mm-hmm. They also, the characters have as the relationship progresses. Like, it's awkward, it's like scary. Um, they're trying to like put on this act to a degree, but not an act that's totally fake. It's just clearly based on both their ambitions and their insecurities. It's like very clear that it's from th- those things, but they also put it on pretty effectively. I mean, that's generally how they operate in the world. It's generally what their mask is, you know, in the world. And then, and, mm-hmm. and then, um, um, so 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 you know and, and that's probably their as i' was saying that's probably their mask you know in the world and how they typically are, and that's sort of is what sort of reveals their their relationship and the and the and the, the, the closeness of their uh, uh, you know in and, and like and just how how believable and powerful their relationship is is because they are forced to be vulnerable and to put down the mask and it's very frightening and bad uh you know in and and, and 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 like uh like uh, hard for them to do so i mean just the complexity of the writing kind of mirrors and really shows the complexity in their relationship. Right. Well, you um, know, it's, and then,
0: it's interesting yeah. that you're talking about this whole idea of, like, bringing you to tears, because that is interesting. Like, what, you know, a show that can make you laugh but also cry, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, that,
1: that, that's, real, that, that's, that's real art. That's real drama. You know, I think you know? Got, that's where you go.
0: You know, Futurama or The Simpsons have done that, for example. You know? Yep, yep. It definitely, like, you can... Screw your with your emotions like that, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know there are other ones where it's like, oh, you know, like Scrubs never did that, but it sometimes got pretty, you know, melodramatic. But it never like, you know, it never crossed that line for I think me.
1: Some people, I think people can hold up an argument. I think there are some Scrubs fans who can legitimately make the argument that that the emotional moments in Scrubs were, uh, or there are some moments in Scrubs that were powerful enough. I think there's an argument.
0: Yeah, sure. I just did. Um, yeah,
1: um, I, don't that, I don't think it's as strong as you know the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I guess the, I mean I guess we'll, we'll come up pretty soon on the spoiler per- portion but I think one of the, 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 the big reasons why it works as a as a love story in particular is and, and I think love stories are really hard to do. I mean I think it's one of the hardest things to do because they you know I mean capturing that sort of like emotion human dynamic I mean it's just it's it, it's really difficult to make it for, for, uh, a believable and then B interesting Um, and they do really well. I think one, one reason is because, you know, you know, there's the idea in storytelling that you got to have antagonizing forces. You have to have antagonist or, and, or an antagonizing force in, in the character, in the protagonist's lives, um, protagonist or protagonist's lives. So, um, basically, you know, in love stories, what typically can happen, the antagonist could be, you know, a rival lover or circumstances that, 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 them apart or, or or their own individual issues i mean that that's been done before of course individual issues romantic but, comedy. exactly but in this one what they do what they do so well is that the characters because of because of how cynical they are and because of how kind of dumb with life and over things they are um and how like, like you really believe that they, they're kind of and, and and it makes it sound like they're nihilistic that's not what i mean they're just kind of like you know you know someone you, you meet someone who's just like Who's like, you know, they they do what they do. They're like a bachelor or whatever, and they're like, you know, whatever. I'll 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 fuck someone, and it's fine. But like, but but you know how men or you know how women really are, and whatever. And this is what you want. You're you're better you're better off like avoiding yourself the hassle of marriage, divorce, kids, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go even deeper deeper than that. And they're trying to like chase other things in their lives, but and so you, they really are trying to consciously push in a lot of ways, and we also subconsciously push. Away from the relationship. And, and, it, and it's so hard for them, like, there's such an antagonizing force, right. you know, getting them to actually connect or be vulnerable with each other or move, also move to the next step in the relationship. It, t- it seems like it's so difficult, but, but they do it somehow weirdly, awkwardly, with twists and turns and banging around. They, they actually progress to the next level through the, you know, like naturally or regress um, based on, on, on the antagonizing forces of, of their. Um, not just their circumstances, but especially their idiosyncrasies and insecurities. And that's why it is so powerful. And, it, and it's very believable. Like It's it, it's things that you actually see real people do when they're having issues in relationships or trusting or whatever.
0: So. Yeah, that's true. All right, so let's – before we get into spoilers, let's do this. Let's try to do this. Thing. If you would like this, then you should watch You're the Worst. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So – my feeling is, you know, if you like something like, let's just say, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but sure. you wish that the characters were a little bit less, uh, you know, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, I think in general, if you like this, this the idea of you know a love story that's not treacly and cliched. You now, what about you? How would you push it?
1: So, it's interesting, because I, I recommended this to, to a friend of mine recently who, who said, I don't know how much he's, he's watched of it, but, but he actually, you know, just texted me, like, how, how awesome it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the ways I convinced him was, was, besides talking about how awesome it is, I actually told him one of the jokes. And this is a guy who definitely likes, um, who, who definitely likes, uh, what's it called? Um, he likes It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. In, in, in his, uh, he, 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 he's not, he's not a, he doesn't need everything he watches to be comedy, but he definitely kind of leans towards the, um, towards the uh, type of humor where everyone's shitty to each other or <laughs> people like are, are just like, Oh my God, I can't believe that person did that thing, which it's always sunny has. So, so yeah. you know, the worst kind of has that in a certain way, because people say kind of horrible things and do actually bad things to each other. Um, so they, they hit that crowd. And then I, I would say also, if you just really want a good either romantic comedy or you like a love story, like it really works as a love story. Mm-hmm. like, so I would say that those are the main things. I mean, I mean, you gotta have, I guess, a stomach for for some of the the raw humor that's in it, because they actually they're actually, I think, in some of the forefront right now with with comedy of of like taking chances and, and risks. You know, they're 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 up there with, in my opinion, um, if not the comedians who are who are crossing the line of this time, at the very least, you know, the the comedy writers who are crossing the line, obviously in their own way, but they they seem to not pull punches. So. Oh. Well, let me give you my final summation, which is sort
0: of paraphrasing sometimes when I've said other similar things, which is, listen, if you want to, if you're interested in a romantic comedy that doesn't suck, then you should watch You're the Worst, which is available, at least for the first season on Hulu. So Mm -hmm. definitely go out. Watch.
1: And we're not being paid by them. <laughs> oh, no, but hey, listen—if really they feel like sending books.
0: us a couple of
1: shekels, yeah, I maybe with a couple, you know, three or four sheks, you know, maybe a little more—that's okay. But you have to pay us in shekels, Stephen Falk, <laughs> or, or or FX. It has to be in shekels. All maybe half shekel. Okay, okay. All right, so
0: let's call the spoiler warning now. All right, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Alright, I Good,
1: think I, spoiler call. So oh, wait, we, everyone has everyone had their spoiler hat on or spoiler goggles. Um we should begin this spoiler by saying the the one of the best lines in the uh, in the and recurring jokes in the show. Okay. I didn't know it was a school or I really didn't know it was a school. Yeah, um, the whole idea you,
0: that, you know it's it's crazy that Edgar, you know, the PTSD guy who is making a joke There's all constantly a joke about how he clearly blew up a school in Iraq. (laughs) I know it. Oh god! And yet he keeps they keep coming (laughs) and it's
1: always funny. It's always yeah. It's weird. It's like and it's like at that line of being horrible and and funny. Like they they do it. I don't want to say tastefully, but they they do it in a funny way. It's like this recurring joke. It's like a recurring joke that's delivered in a funny way. You know all the time. So that's what I'm saying. Like they they you know that's one example of how they push um the uh the, they push the envelope and and make it actually you know ma- like <laughs> make it actually really funny um and they're not afraid to pull punches so yeah i mean um, it's, to me it's
0: impressive because not you know not only was in great in general but the first episode you know which is one of those things like it's got to sell you i think is really great you know where you have the guy ty the director you know the you know, it's so
1: delicious which <laughs> We should explain. We should explain. So basically, tie. So so in the in the in the, in the beginning, we see that Gretchen as she's sort of, um, after she's hooked up with Jimmy, we see that she like already has a um, a, not exactly a boyfriend, but kind of a boo or something like that, or, or or kind of like a, a steady hookup, a guy who who seems to be kind of interested in her. Um, just this this kind of like I don't say ridiculous. Like he's just very much this like L.A. producer guy. So he like is I don't say too serious. He's too serious in the sense of like of, like, being kind of, like, not exactly self-righteous, but, you know, he's... Well, he's uh, pretentious. He's, he's very... He's, pretentious. Yeah, yeah, he, he's pretentious, and he doesn't even seem like the worst person in the world, but he's definitely, like, all into, like, uh... Like, he says in the first episode, like, <laughs> Gretchen's asking him, like, um... Wh- is there anything, like, you really regret or something like that? And he's like, I don't... uh Gretchen, you know I'm doing negativity since this <laughs> is my trip to India. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah. he's, like... And he's, like... I don't want to say, like, he's, like like uh effeminate or whatever but like but, but like she's like she's trying it looks like she's trying to convince herself that she's not so into jimmy and that she's into this guy and she starts like giving him head <laughs> and he goes like oh oh gretchen you're so delicious <laughs> and there are a bunch of like there are a bunch of other things throughout the show where like um you know even though she moves on from Ty and she doesn't really hook up with him <clears> at <throat> least as far as we know in uh you know any anymore in, in 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 for the rest of the, the the two seasons, Um and you see him again. Like Gretchen tries like talking with him, and he he says something about some like cause he's he's working on or filming for, and and it, which which has to do with like you know like kids in Africa having contaminated water, and Gretchen makes some joke about like oh they're they're drinking shit water or whatever, and and she's like and and it ties like well that's the point, Gretchen, that is what they're drinking. It's completely, and they're at a water bar. It's, he's, he's oh, running water a water
0: bar. Water. That was so. Oh my god! But remember, do you remember the name of this date? Her, it was the it, the all, whose name was Element. <laughs> 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 Which uh, that's a that's a really great name for a model. Oh, it's perfect. Like.
1: Like they, they just hit it, the nail on the head so great with that. That's another thing about the show too. It's like the the, the backdrop of L. A. is actually really perfect for the show because yeah. it's like you know L. A. is kind of this place of like, because people try to say you know LA's fake, but I feel like that's too that's too uh non nuanced of a, a, yeah. But it's you, a very simplistic just, way of, of course they're fake people, but it's a too simplistic way of describing L. A. It's more like L. A. has got a, I don't want to just say a lot of flash. It's got a lot of people really trying to to uh do to, to, to do that yeah impress do things even trying to do great work um sure. at, at different times and 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 also very much trying to put on whatever their mask is in a lot of ways which people do but it's but it's put on even more so in la but underneath Absolutely. it is is like could yeah. be like horror and broken lives and all that stuff
0: well let me get back to that because i'm going to ex- explain a little bit about what i think uh, in terms of jimmy jimmy's perspective there but I want to go back to that first episode. That's a good point. Why am I here? (laughs) Why it works so well, you know, because, you know, she hooks up with Jimmy and they have one of the most explicit sex scenes I've ever seen on TV
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that's (laughs) still without any actual nudity, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, you know, a lot of side boob and the like, and it's like, oh, "Oh." yeah, I know it was. (laughs) And it was very good in general. Yes. Like, wow, this it really is, was
1: tastefully done. I was done. like,
0: wow, this is like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I'm not
1: attracted to you. So? <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or like, he like spits in her vagina or whatever. Yeah, well, it's and really like. And she... It's, like, what, it's <laughs> going to be saliva anyway. All and right. she's like. <laughs> yeah, he's no. got a point. He's got a. Point. Or like, or like, like he like flips her over and she and she said no, no 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 he like does something and she says
0: oh that's really good and
1: he oh, no. and okay he- I'll tell you what
0: exactly okay. what exactly happened yeah. basically he like put, you know pushes her down on the bed and like holds her like hands down to the bed he's like oh I like that he's like most girls do he's like don't most girls me and then he flips her over and starts pulling like tugging on her hair he's like crap that's good too. That's what she
1: says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, that's part of the thing Stephen Fox said about you know in like a panel I watched. I'm sure you've, you've seen it where he said part of the idea is that they're fucking immediately so that you get rid of that tension. And and I think what's really brilliant about that is that the rest of the show is 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 more about whether they'll stay together and will they progress? Is will the relationship progress? So it's not what you know the tension whether they hook up or not. Because I mean right. that's clearly that's easy. That's easy for them. They're easier for them. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? They, the they only, can have something detached. The only other show
0: I can think of that does this as well in terms of the relationship is News Radio, in which they also hook up in the main character, like the first episode.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't know if I've even seen the the first episode.
0: News Radio is a hilarious. Actually, yeah, show and, and yeah. It, it, you know, it's up there with the, some of the best of all time for sure, but. I want to, like, if you look, but getting back to, you know, you're the worst, you know, like, you look at, like, the the way the sort of episode proceeds, you know, where she's, like, you know, and like, where they just start it's like, well, listen, we're never going to see each other again, so let's just start revealing horrible stuff about ourselves, and they're, like, mm-hmm. laughing and, like, oh, this is great, and then, but, you know, when she's trying to be, like, hmm, you no, know, I'm going to prove I don't really like him, so she, what did she say, like, she tells Ty, like, one time she set fire to her school, yeah, get out of the he, he's, like, he, oh, that's awful, like and he like freaks out. Yeah. And, then and then she like goes Then she calls yes. Jimmy and he's like she says the same thing and you go, I she does a great job acting in the scene. Aya Cash is the actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the like the kind of like you know, she's just acting non-verbally. And mm-hmm. the guy who plays Jimmy is Gear, and he's also great. He just does mm-hmm. he has such great wit and like derived humor in the show. He's like, yeah. He just laughs like <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, when she says that. Yeah. Really? And the whole thing
1: about it that he has a foot fetish. So,
0: well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, they doesn't
1: do that really well. And remember she's talking about, she's like, she's like, I've been walking around in these shoes all day and they're really sweaty. He's like, that happens. <laughs> He's like, so clearly turned on by it. So we, so let's talk about, we, we should get past the first episode. Let's talk about, I feel like we should talk about the trajectories of each character and yeah. what they're, and why they're, they're good. So you or me want to start with who? Well, let, let's just talk about this, that first season,
0: like the relationship, kind of like how it's going, you know, because it, it sort of progresses in a very interesting way where they're first like, oh, this is fun and casual And then like they're both like trying to like, like, oh, I'm so cynical. I don't believe in love, et cetera. I mean, you know, I'm so damaged. And then the whole thing where like they both kind of go through the period of cheating on each other because like yeah
1: well I'm gonna get back at you because it's fine we're not well, well even even before that they have a thing of like they're like okay well we can sort of c- continue this but they're like both like making fun of each other through oh, yeah. the whole through the whole thing they're kind of like also like taking some really deep shots at each other and you and you can and you can tell like they're kind of like they're kind of. Um, I don't know, like, they're, they're, you can tell, like, certain things slip out where you can tell, you know, as in the first episode, but but you can kind of tell that they actually are kind of interested in, in each other, but they don't, but, but they kind of cover it up really quickly with uh, with uh, talking shit to each other, and, right. and the tone yeah. will change, yeah, so, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
0: I mean, so that kind of culminates, like, you know, in the first big thing where they decide to be exclusive, like, it's like, <laughs> like say, well, I, so, you know, I guess
1: we're exclusive. You mean them, yeah. Che- yeah. Then you mean saying them cheating on each other? Like, well, like they're, they're not cheating, but when they oh, before they decide to be exclusive, they,
0: yeah, because yeah. they kind of egg each other on to cheat on each other. So then it's like, well, I guess we're exclusive. Well, I guess we are. He's like, oh yeah. Well, wait. Well, I guess we're but, exclusive. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but you no, know, are are we? Yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> just like, you know, like it's just interesting how like it's still really funny, but it's also like, oh, it's already like emotionally impactful even then. Yeah. And when the season you know, ends and they end up moving in together because Gretchen set fire to her apartment. Cause that's kind of her thing is mm-hmm. self, you know, basically self-destruction, you know, screwing yeah. over her own life. That's her thing. Whereas Jimmy's thing is more about, um, unfulfillment in his life. You know, he right. had, that's a good he, point. he had the one book that he thought, you know, which was really, uh, you know, opening himself up emotionally, And, you know, it seems like it was a pretty good one from what we hear, but, you know, he can't come up with a follow-up. He can't, you know, he's, like, in a rut. Did did the book do well? It did well enough. You know, he's being asked to write another one.
1: (laughs) It's great. I just think in the second season, he meets that famous author, and the author says, like, you know, some of the greatest writers never actually wrote a word. (laughs) 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 Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, it's. Yeah. The second
0: season is when you start having this extra plot line where it's really weird what happens. Like, Gretchen starts disappearing. She's driving off a diet. We don't know what's happening. And then it turns out, because, you know, first, you know, Jimmy thinks that maybe he's cheating on her, which I think is why he's he ends up her. eating Element <laughs> at the water bar. Uh, but it turns out she's driving off to like cry it's like what the it's like it was a crazy way to end an episode basically watching her cry in the car at night and it's like and then but it's also he was just like oh well you know she's not cheating on me so i guess it's okay
1: Uh but you know it doesn't probe more into it necessarily then but but yeah go ahead and then
0: you know it sort of is revealed oh so she actually has depression and she's just sort of you know been handling it and now it's just she kind of goes into a spiral
1: yeah and he like he it does it is good because he does try to ask like what's going on but he can't the interesting thing about it, which makes it so so kind of kind of powerful is that he can't handle it it's not even that it's like weird because he can handle all her other faults but there's something about the about, about her being depressed they can't handle so like there's kind of something i guess i don't know if it was foreshadowed necessarily but earlier on in i don't know if it was the second season or in the, or in the first season where like Jimmy like gets really pissed off his dad because his dad sends like a uh, um like like a a football jersey over to him and, and 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 is not doesn't show any attention to Jimmy for his accomplishments or whatever and he goes on a whole tirade for a long British time about football. Yeah, British football. Right. Yeah. Um, he goes on, a, on a, a whole tirade about how his dad never actually sports and all that and like and and Gretchen can't handle it, doesn't want to talk about it and stuff and they they kind of they kind of like. Don't really address. I mean, they address it, but that kind of fizzles out a little bit. And, and Jimmy doesn't actually push her too much to, to to open up to to you know for for her for him to be able to open up to her and whatever. Because it's easy for him to go to that cynical state. But in in this in the second season, it's you know like it's very palpable that like he can't handle her depression. Why do you think? Let it's to do the unfulfillment thing. But why do you think he can't handle her her depression? Like, the, it's because
0: you know he talks about like you know I want to fix it type of thing.
1: You know, there's that, yeah. There's that. And remember, like he says to her something like she 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 keeps saying like I can't I can't get past this. it's just it's just what what's happening right now. And he says no you won't. You know, and and he kind of sees it like it's almost like I don't know he doesn't believe that it's really an issue or he sees it as being too selfish. Like I don't know what do you, what do you think it is.
0: Well, I think it's part of it, is you know, like, especially when she starts becoming not as so responsive, you know, it's just like he doesn't yeah. know.
1: She, she kind of becomes like kind of catatonic, essentially emotionally catatonic. Right. Yeah.
0: And he just doesn't know how to deal with it. You know, he's not at that point. He's just like, I'm not really sure what to do. And he, yeah, but... he, he hasn't remember. Don't forget what happened. The background is he was with Becca. And he asked, mm-hmm. he proposed, and she turned him down. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like, you know, that was why he was sort of like, I don't believe in love type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so as much as he is kind of like a cynical jerk in a lot of ways, he was definitely, you know, per, you know, he definitely believed in that relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even if she didn't, you know. And it's right. within her, you know, Becca's rights to say no. Right. She's kind of a... She's probably the worst of the actual, you know, if you actually look at her behavior. Yeah,
1: but but yeah, maybe you'd be right. I mean, it's so obviously up to her. And and they would not be a good fit, also, because Becca is a pretty bad person. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, he's he's definitely, he's not a saint either. No, um, but anyway, I mean,
0: you know, I think that sort of comes to his decision, you know, when he has a chance to basically go off with this, with the, you know, the barger, bartender, you
1: know, the owner of the, of the bar that he he, he does kind of cheat on Gretchen with, with, with her. Like that should have, you point out too. Like, I mean, they just like sort of make out like it's like hot and heavy and that's, that's the most that they do um, Right when, when Gretchen's during her little episode. So, so he, so he sort of cheats on, on Gretchen, but, he, but, but once again, he that, has the chance. Yeah, he yeah, kind of
0: tells her about it and Gretchen's like, you know, you know, go
1: ahead. You know he's like he's like i'm sure I'm, I'm sure she's great you know and she says that like sort of cat- catatonically too <laughs> right you know which is preceded that was their great argument they had through text where you don't even see gretchen <laughs> you don't even see gretchen moving or talking but <laughs> she's kind of hilarious like in their exchange and like what what is it he says he says like are, are you not curious at all about where i'm about to go off to and he like texts him i'm curious when you're leaving
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: but yeah but yeah no 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 i mean but and then, she is, says the whole thing. Yeah. you know, you know when she when
0: uh uh Nina who's the uh, you know bartender shows up, you know he he l- like leaps in the bushes because of course he has his own <laughs> problems with
1: like confrontation as well. So confrontation, and I think I think what is it that really convinced him? Like he sees like something that like that like uh that Gretchen like wrote into the the window of her car, like something or something fucked up about her car or something.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, that's part of it, but, you know, I don't know that it's just it has to be, like, this is the one thing. I just think he course, could, couldn't go through with it. Yeah. You know, so, when he could push Kane to shove, he couldn't, you know, leave her. And, right. you know, that's, you know, when they have the whole, that's the, the end of that
1: episode when she, like, says, you know, oh, you stay. Well, hold on, hold on. Well, so what happens is he goes back and, like, she, like, he, like, she's, like, passed out on the ground and he makes, like, a tent... Like a four in like the middle of like the living room, right? And she sort of comes to and and she like looks at him and says and said and, and says and like like surprised like you stayed, and then she like bursts into tears and said like you stayed and like and like and like hugs him and and stuff, and and it's such a powerful moment because first of all she had been as I said kind of emotionally catatonic for like three or four episodes, saying that she can't feel anything and he can't do anything for her, right. and that like pushes. Through, that that actually breaks through to her. Now, once again, that's not a miracle for depression. I think part of what was good in the show is that she sort of described her, her depression as being sort of like all-consuming. She can't really feel anything. She doesn't really care about anything. That's what she's just going through right now, and that's just part of who she is and it's part of character. And, and that's a more, I think, accurate depiction of real depression. At the same time, you know, it is possible that certain things can actually break through. And the, and the fact is that like, Jimmy accepted and wanted to stay even though she had even though she was like at the limit of just like not even being there like with him, so mm-hmm. that was why it was such an emotional moment. Like it's it's, it's just incre- incredible the way they do it. And then it's also really clever what they did in the next episode in, the, in like the in the, the finale. The, in this episode because first of all, she like in the beginning of of the finale, um, you know. We find out that Gretchen actually has never taken medication for 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 depression, and Jimmy's yeah. like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Why didn't you you're doing that taking medication?" She's like, "Whatever." And then even like later on, she like makes fun of Jimmy for making the, the fort. And mm-hmm. and then she goes and she goes. I know you love the scene. But, and she it's goes the, to, the, to the bar to the bartender person who Jimmy made out with, and she's like trying to make out with. with- <laughs> I, I know that's <laughs>
0: celebrities. So he's like, "You can't treat me
1: like this. I'm a real person."
0: Are you though? Oh, <laughs> you're scary
1: you- And a bar. are more like a male fantasy. So she tries like making out, you know, making it out with her, and she like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, and, and the bartender like kicks her out. So like, you, you guys are great for each other. You're both super weirdly like, says so, something like that. And then the whole thing that happens is like then then um then like at at, at the at the final party at, at in the finale, which seems to be what they're doing for the end of the end of the each season. I, I mean, at least the first two seasons, they have like some party, and it it's like basically it, basically um Jimmy gets way too drunk, and and he he talks about how like great Gretchen is and, and 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 all that, but like but it's part of the thing. You're not sure if Gretchen is actually gonna. I don't know. There's kind of like some thread of maybe whether Gretchen like leaving then or not or something like that. But actually, Gretchen, Gretchen like comes and kind of like takes care of him while he's while you know while he's drunk and all that. And then the finale of the show was really good. Just like the next level, which was great. Which was like at the end of the, the, the finale, uh, both Gretchen and Jimmy are, are outside and they're like smoking a cigarette together. And uh, and uh, um, you know, Gretchen says, Gretchen says something like.
0: Went to some pretty uh, dark places. Yeah,
1: yeah you, you said some. You said some pretty dark stuff last night. uh You know, when you're you're drunk, and he said, "Oh God, don't tell me." And she's like, "Okay, I won't." She's like, "I love you too," and and like it's like really. That's also like a really powerful moment because also they never said I, "I I love you" or anything like that to each other. And you see like they like look at each other awkwardly and look away, and uh you see like Jimmy like starting to smile a little bit. And that's the end of the of the finale. It's like it's it it's so brilliant the way they do it because that is the next stage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just 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 beautiful. It's Um, funny, because, like, so, as that
0: is, like, almost like a triumph in their relationship, other relationships in the show are very different. Right. So, So let's, let's, I want to get on to, like, you know, Edgar. So, Edgar is really interesting, because his Mm art is, like, about, essentially, you know, self-actualization.
1: Well, he's the moral center of the show, too.
0: I mean, he's, he's, he's the
1: worst. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because, because, you know, his issues, besides the fact that his own his own personal issues to overcome with the PTSD and believing himself and all that stuff and being homeless yeah. at different times is also that, you know, with the PTSD, sometimes he, he, he could be triggered into, into hurting someone physically, yeah. but, but he still is the moral center. He, he's the one who really, especially in the beginning of the show, pushes, um, pushes Jimmy to be with Edgar, mean with, uh, with Gretchen. So right. yeah, moral center of the show, but yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting. So, you know, he sort of joins this improv troupe and, in the second season. In the second season, exactly. And I think, you know, it's interesting kind of how they did it. Uh, because, you know, he ends up like, you know, like, for, uh, the, she's great, the improv thing. And, you, know, you know, it gives them a chance to, like, do some interesting things where she talks about how, like, difficult it is to be a woman in comedy. She, she's Dorothy. The girl, you know, the girl he meets yes. at improv. Right.
1: Yeah, he he's... starts uh, going out with. And remember, preceding that, preceding that, you think he's trying to go after Lindsay, and part of the issue yes. is that this is that would be terrible. Lindsay, he like thinks you know he, he is clearly like it's. In fact, you think he's going to be on this like self-destructive path because he's like fawning over Lindsay, doing all these nice things for her and, and, and complimenting her. And she is just taking advantage of of, of him, you know, like, um, she is, uh, oh, wow. yeah, she's completely taking advantage so she can feel better about herself and also just so she can get whatever she can get out of him. And, and, and you think he's going to get stuck in that, but then he, then he starts going to improv and, he, you know, as a choice for himself and he starts kind of thinking for himself and then on his own volition asks this, this woman, Dorothy, this woman who's like in the improv troupe and,
0: yeah. This is a quick like tangent. I loved how like Jimmy was so like ugh, improv but then he just loves every. <laughs> every...
1: Yeah. Oh. It was great because he, he he remember he came up with one of his famous heckling lists oh, and heckling he like this heck and the and then, and then, like after, like, when, when, when when he's when he's going out, like like afterwards, and everyone's going out for like drinks uh, with the improv troupe. Afterwards, like he he shows his heckle list. He's like, I was going to give something on the long lines of I was going to. Here's my list of heckles, but I I, I love the show. I couldn't come up with anything. And they, and the the improv people see his heckle list and they like make some changes. And he's like, and Jimmy's like, that's really funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean it's interesting. I also because you know if you the way that. You were. I was all like, "Where are they going to go with this?" Because basically, they have a fight because exactly. Dorothy and
1: uh, Edgar. Had... Well, we should we should go. Okay, can I say a little bit about the relationship? Yeah, which is pretty much like one thing that happens is like is uh, uh, she's she's um, jaded in her own way. You know, she's like in her early 30s, and like a big thing is like that she was that her ambition who knows if she wanted to be like like a like a film actress or whether she really wanted to, to 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 do improv but the point is the trajectory she chose was to become you know to to be a regular improv improver because she was she was one of the instructors in the like right. improv troupe and she, she, clearly she's she's good and kind of established in the improv scene at least to a certain degree at least at least in a in a well-known or established enough improv troupe and she's She's been she's been doing and getting better at it, but she's around all these other improv guys, and they you know kind of sexually harass her. You know, she's been living with them; is definitely like hooked up with some of them. But she, you could tell like she's disrespected a, a lot. Like you so, know, they like they like flash actually, her a lot and all that stuff. And you know, and it's, Edgar, it happens well, all the time. Yeah, well, I think they're trying to mirror because you hear, you hear you know sometimes you hear these things from like the comedy world, like you hear like female comics talking about like like. The issues they deal with from male comics, because it's not just like it's not just you know I mean there can be sexual harassment towards women in, 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 in multiple fields, but but she kind of gets into the specifics of some things that, that I've also heard, in I'm sure, sure you've you heard from that female comics have raised that are specific issues in the in the com- comedy world. Like you know for instance, one thing that Dorothy mentions is like that they're like they're like a lot of the guys can be like, and obviously it's not all male comedians, obviously, but they right. can be really like needy and odd and manipulative. Um
0: you know, right, well, and well,
1: definitely okay. cross boundaries. And, and so yes. kind of the, so, and so kind of one of the reasons why Dorothy and Edgar, I think work and how they progress is first of all, first of all, everyone, in Edgar's life it's weird. He he kind of looks to everyone else, especially Jimmy to, to make his decisions for him, but he actually on his own still makes a decision, even though they kind of discourage him from it or tell him he can't do it. He makes a decision to ask Dorothy out to go to the next level and all that. You know, he, he says he has he he's been he hasn't had sex for a number of years and like he's afraid dorothy's going to like look down on him for it but like when dorothy finds out she's actually fine with it and 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 they have sex and, and all that but and she kind of helps him and she's interested in his story and she helps him open up and really trust him and and, and she's fine kind of patient with all of his personal issues but part of the thing is that he pushes her to stand up for herself which which causes her to 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 have to leave the, the improv group but she gets to be with him he pushes her, just in general, to like, yeah. Once again, stand up for herself and like, and like, and and he's and since she's been like so kind of mistreated by I think all these like guys in her life, and he, you know, he he is just such a genuinely good guy and and and, and defensive of her. That that yeah, he's they, respectful.
0: I, so he's I mean, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I want to like you know put out that like the way there are kind of completes is interesting because you know they have this fight because you know she wants them to move in together. But then Edgar, you know, has a conversation with Jimmy, and he feels like, oh no, this is the it. I can't. I don't actually want this. So they have a fight.
1: because well, they because they were gonna move. Is that did you say they were, they were gonna potentially move into it with each other? Is that what yeah. But Edgar realizes yeah. he's not ready to do that. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy kind of pushes him to that, but at the same time, Edgar probably wasn't really ready.
0: But yeah, right? you know, it's he realizes that that's true. And but what I love really, the truth is how that ended worked was great because. <laughs>
1: Yo, she, he sees her and he's like, "Oh, I thought we were broken up. Like, no, we just had a fight." Well, well, because what happens before we should explain what happened before is like he tells he tells Dorothy, like Edgar tells Dorothy, like I'm I'm not um I'm not ready to 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 do this yet. This is this is going too fast. And she's like I she's like I don't have any more time. Like I'm 33. Like like I've I've, I've wasted too much time and he's like, "I'm sorry, I can't." And she like she's like, "Oh, damn you, Edgar." And she she storms off crying. And you really think as an audience member, like you really think that that's actually it. Well, that's and,
0: you're you're primed, you're primed right. to think that that's what it means because right. that's that's TV and movies exactly. and rom-coms. Exactly. It's like you think, and, "Oh, they have to break up." But no. Uh-huh. You no, know, it's like, "Listen, you know, yeah, okay." And then
1: yeah, she she and then when he chases after her by Jimmy's drunk urging, you know, <laughs> uh he ch- he, ch- he chases after her, and he said like, and he, and he says, and it's good because it's much more real and it's honest and probably a, a good way to to be in a relationship. He's just very honest. He's like, he's like, I still want to be. He says to Dorothy at like the bus stop, he's like, I, I still want to be with you. I'm just not ready to move in. And she says like, Listen, you dummy. And it's kind of also talking to the audience in a sense, like, Listen, listen you dummy. We like, <laughs> just we just had a, we just had a fight, and you're supposed to chase after me. It's it's fine. Yeah. And and like that was just really that was like. That was such a good it was also sort of tear jerky in its way, so um yeah that's that's really good so uh let's let's uh end off with uh, with uh lindsay's arc yes yeah. even, they even the, the writers even describe her arc as as tragic, which is yeah. true,
0: which is why it's the more interesting one because in in some sense because although it's like it's all like i like i said, like you know Jimmy and Gretchen's is like the triumph, and you know Edgar's is like the subversion. Lindsay's is more like the like the, the classic train wreck type mm-hmm. because, you know. She ends well, it's still not
1: being too over the top.
0: It's still real. It's, no, it's like it's, her yeah. like falling into the same trap, mm-hmm. you know, because she starts by being married to this guy, Paul, who's this kind of weird nerdy guy who's wealthy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she clearly doesn't really find him super attractive anymore.
1: Well, before before we get into that, what do you think? Do you think? What do you think Paul's connection to her is? I mean, do you think it's just? It could be just this. You think it's just that Paul is a nerdy guy and he's, and he's happy to have, he's happy to have a, uh, um, I think like a pretty attractive woman with him. You think? I think, you think he was, a little was more attracted to... to her and like. Oh, he, didn't care care he, he, her. He 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 is he is. But do you think? I think there's also a little bit with him where he like, especially because he's like kind of a nerdy dorky guy. Like I feel like he he like also like, you know, he can easily just fall into like not just, oh, this is the way that things are done, but, like, you know, like, oh, she's my sunshine, and, uh, you that know, too I have, I felt... Sincere to be,
0: like, not into it, but I think, you know, eventually he realized, because it was true, that she was kind of like, you know, becoming distant, and she didn't really want to, she wasn't interested and, and in he, him. Even at
1: the beginning of the show, he says to her, like, you're pretty mean to me around people. Like, he's he's, he's a smart guy. I mean, he notices these things.
0: Yeah, so, so yeah. you know, he ends up, Having an emotional affair with this other girl, who's a similar nerdy person. By the way, mm-hmm. here's a bit of trivia about the actress that plays his girlfriend: mm-hmm. is the sister to a, another girl who married an old friend of mine.
1: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, nerd punches nerd trivia. We hear about nerds just just falling in love and and connecting. That's the <laughs> that's the real theme. That's the real truth. The nerd punches nerd people. Yeah, so uh
0: I just remember when he when uh when I met his uh, wife or who was a girlfriend or whatever, and she's like, yeah, my sister's an actress. Yeah, she was in Spider Man. Like what? Oh wait, I know who you're talking about, that Russian girl. And I realized, oh, you do kind of look a little like. It was a little weird because, uh, you know, it's not a huge part, but I you know I thought she was pretty good in this. Mm-hmm. But they didn't give her a huge amount to do, but that was you know it was a good character now mm-hmm. it's interesting you know uh, then like it's it's crazy what it goes through because you know Lindsay gets you know once they break up Lindsay gets in her i have to get back with him
1: even though know, clearly she didn't want that was the thing it's like so obvious that she wasn't into him and she didn't want to be with him and that it was healthier for him to be with this like nerdy uh, girl paul right. right yeah in fact um, it was
0: better for her not to be with him
1: yeah it was better for her but she still needed like she was convincing herself, and it was so clear she was convincing herself. She was telling me like I got about and, and starts as time goes on the and more and more time goes on where they're where they're apart, she starts like kinda I think I you know, you can tell idealizing him in her in her head and and uh and and uh and I'm also part of the thing that happens I think it's it's the uh is it the season finale of the first season where or, or like you find out that kind of Probably not the only thing driving Lindsay, but a big thing that's driving her to do it is is like she's got this rivalry with Becca, with her oh, sister yeah. Becca.
0: Oh yeah, Becca was so awful to Remember, and she tries, she like, like tries to kiss Jimmy,
1: you know, when Gretchen see. Becca did does. Yeah.
0: No, no, not yeah. Becca. That's a different matter. Which is, we even oh yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> both of them. Lindsay yeah. tries to kiss Jimmy, and he's like, uh, no, you know, he right, you know, correctly, he doesn't have yeah. anything with it. But it's mm-hmm. just like you know, and Gretchen got really
1: bad. Obviously, he's <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And you could tell, you could tell one of the reasons Gretchen was like, "Like, oh, I'm not gonna be friends with you," also like, because she knows that Lindsay's such a train wreck and was doing it more out of desperation. and was just super drunk and and all that. And like the thing is, the, the thing is like, um, it, it, it sort of comes out that pretty much what's going one of the big things going on between Becca and Lindsay is like you know, obviously like a like a like a a, a battle for their parents' attention and, and approval. And you can tell, like one of the things that that Lindsay and Becca, I'm sure, is, is, is really afraid of, is you know, mm-hmm. you know, not being married. Oh, probably also not being married to like a uh, to like a, a successful guy or, or or whatever, because because you know, yeah. their parents will judge her or not give her approval and 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 all that. So that's one thing that's driving Lindsay, you know, um, and well, that's yeah, kind of tragic. So, good so keep, who plays Becca? She's great. Uh, <laughs> it's a very interesting. And the woman who plays, I mean, the actress who plays Lindsay is fantastic yeah, too. Yeah,
0: Heather Donahue. Yeah, she's very. Yeah, good.
1: she she was in she was in. It's great because she was in an episode of High Maintenance, a show that I really like. Yeah. and um she also she also played like a, um, kind of like, I guess you could say bitchy or like nasty, <laughs> uh, wife or fiance in that. So like, it kind of the the role was kind of a natural segue like into into Lindsay, which is which is cool. Um, well,
0: so a quick, you know, little final aside here about that, uh, uh, Vernon, you know, he just gets so many funny things to do. I loved when they had the 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 episode. You know, you remember when they're all Vernon, Vernon
1: and Becca's husband.
0: Yeah, when they're all like trapped in the house, <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and Gretchen, like says some horrible things. Like it's like, well. You know,
1: it, you know, it could be worse it could be married to vernon and he's like oh damn he laughs. <laughs> yeah well vernon vernon is basically it's interesting because becca's married to vernon and he's he seems he's like a doctor and he seems to be in some sense he seems to be successful but he's he's just a child you know yeah, he's just okay. a he's he's just a male child he knows it too like yeah. he actually he kind of owns up to it um
0: right. uh, so but,
1: it, yeah. anyway it's interesting you know we have all these different
0: you know story arcs that are, you know, going interesting places. We
1: should say that Lindsay, where Lindsay ends up back is she ends up kind of like confusing Paul, trying to get back with Paul mm-hmm. and Paul ends up fucking up his his good relationship with the nerdy Yeah, because woman. she got pregnant. Well, that's right. She she impregnates herself with, No, no, oh she God. doesn't. She, that that failed, remember?
0: She tries good. to like microwave this, his, his the semen that she steals from him mm-hmm. and then it blows up in the microwave <laughs> Right. But as it turned out, she was already pregnant from the time that they had hooked up before they, you know, when they broke up.
1: So and she like, purposely like fucked up like his, his new relationship, and, oh, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. And then, and then they're, they're back together and like, they have this scene in the season, in the, in the second season finale where like they're like singing karaoke together. And it's like, it's weird because it's like, it looks like they're having a moment, but you also still know that it's like not good. And then, you know, Paul's so happy. He's like, he's like, yep. Yeah, what I, you know, what i meant to do? Because he finds out that that Lindsay's pregnant with his child, and he's like, oh, you know, he's probably like, well, this is what you're supposed to do. And you know, you're supposed to, you know, know, like an element, a father, and a family man, and all that. And one of the last scenes you see that see them with is that he's taking Lindsay out on a ride, uh, in, in like on his bike, and she's in the sidecar of his like weird bicycle. That's like such a like nerdy contraption invention, and she's so unhappy, and oh, she's yeah. crime. just realize realizing what she did, you know. But, and so, like, yeah, yeah. so, so I mean, that's also sort of comes comes tra- uh, tragic in it. So it's just these really great arcs. It, and go ahead. What were you going to say about the arcs?
0: I mean, you know, it's just very impressive what happens with a lot of these things. You know, maybe you didn't have as much from, I mean, I, I guess, you know, like the whole stuff with, you know, the rapper's Often like funny things, but it's not like you didn't really have emotional connections anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, perhaps it's kind of necessary because it just gives a little bit of room between sometimes, you know, it gives some space between all the different plot lines. Yeah, so well, like don't forget the whole
0: homophobic thing that happened in the first season.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was quite a way to end an episode. Yeah, uh, so that was clever. I mean, there's not nothing. To it, It and they also—that's also how they how they introduce the new phone, who dis sort of (laughs) thing, which actually pays off hilariously. So I mean, like it's it's definitely the sillier it's definitely the sillier one of the sillier aspects of the show. I mean, the whole show is silly, but I mean it's definitely like the sillier aspect of it. So it's 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 fine. And once again, the show it still might end up making the show better of just giving some breaks, which sometimes are very much necessary in the the main or even side plot lines. So.
0: All right, well, let's, uh, yes. uh, let's wrap it up. You know, uh, the season three is supposed to start, like, right after season two ends, and, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, it's just... This it's, fall?
1: I, is that when it's coming out?
0: I think that's right. And, you know, it's just one of these things, like, I saw the first episode of this, you know, because FX had a pretty good track record. Like, I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, they do. You know, and not... They've, FX has had a couple of failures in terms of their comedies, for sure, but this one, I was just, like, really impressed. by Like, immediately,
1: I was like, yes, and, this and at
0: one of the, is so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a maturation, you know, in terms of comedy in a lot of ways. And and the thing is, like, um, on this panel, I was watching, uh, uh, you know, where, where the, the, the main actors and, and the writer and, and the creator spoke. Um, one of the people introducing them was, like, an FX, I think, executive, and he was saying right. how, you know, as, as It's Always Sunny is Ending, it, it, we're planning on on really pushing "You're the Worst" as FX's primary co- a comedy show, which is which is great. I yeah. mean, you know, I used to not like "It's Always Sunny." I've grown to like it. You still have to say it's still a great show, still pioneering in a, in a lot of ways. It's a different kind of thing, you know.
0: That that's a show where everyone's terrible,
1: and there's a lot. Right. Of,
0: it's kind of cartoony, and it's
1: and it's opened up ground for comedy. But but this, uh, um, um, you know, it's it's a um. You know, but like, but but this is another step. And maybe you know, after you're the worst, they'll come up with something that's even more ridiculous and balls to the wall as as Louis saying. That's fine. But this is just a really good progression. And as you said, like FX, a lot of people don't always realize this, but FX does have a pretty good track record of having some pretty good and edgy and and experimental or groundbreaking shows. I mean, just think about. I mean, you know, a lot of people like Rescue Me. I think Rescue Me definitely has had its moments. Um, I think I think The Shield was on it, right? um yes and well, I was i mean obviously louis was there too yeah i was gonna say louis and it's always sunny um so and then isn't sons of anarchy which i haven't watched yes. but archer is another one archer too really, yeah so they actually have they have a pretty good track record of some good kind of ballsy shows um and then every you know i think i think nip tuck was on it which i think was just more of just ballsy and it wasn't yeah, always great not
0: everything works you know i mean the americans is also which is also one of the best shows on TV, but they also have other things like, you know, Fargo, which is great. You know, mm-hmm. it's so a... that's on FX. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, it, it, they've got, not everything is great, but they've got a really, really great stuff. And I can, you know, I can't recommend it strongly enough. And okay.
1: you know, with that, I feel like it's time to sign off. Should we, should we end the show with our, with a, a shout out with our own Sam's complaint corner? <laughs> i can do it. i don't think so okay fine <laughs> i right. will hold my impressions for later okay all right cool nerd later nerd you later